Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salam ala Rasulillah wa alihi wa sahbihi wa jma'in. All praise in the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. All praise due to him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us, to bless the Prophet alayhi salatu wa salam, his household, his companions. All right, what are we talking about today's episode? You didn't even say salam. Yeah, man. Salam al-fur. Salam alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Look, listen, human being, man. Wa alaykum wa salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And look, guys, this just shows you guys that, you know, all human beings, you know, we're not perfect, you know, including me. If you didn't know, now you know. Allah. All right, you should have known, though. I'm talking about a couple things. Namely, inshallah, this new episode of the Dean Tour podcast, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I don't ever mention the name of the podcast anymore. But all right, so what we're talking about, we're talking about, you know, lowering the gaze. This is something fault upon the man and the woman. And also, like, you know, this this attitude of, oh, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. When you can. When you can. Dean, like when you can do it. So we'll get into it. You'll, you'll understand what we're talking about as we go through the episode, inshallah. But starting off with lowering the gaze. Okay, let's start off with lowering the gaze. Why don't you lower your gaze, brother? What do you mean? There's no reason for me to like, lower my hold gaze. Hold on, hold on. Look, wait, right now. <clears throat> lowering the gaze, dude, I was thinking about it. I was like, wow. Like, because when I, when I think about the state our society is in right now and the state the world is in right now, there are so much oppressions going on and we don't even realize it. Uh-huh. Like we have economic, like the way oppression was viewed back then was physical oppression. Like, oh, you're forced out of your homes. You're forced, like <clears throat> forced. That's the, that's the key yeah. point. Keep that in mind. Think about like economic oppression. Now, nowadays, Muslims, they're forced to take interest. Think about like social media now. On media, on social media, like, dude, we are, our sight is so limited. It is as if we're oppressed. Like we can't even go anywhere without looking at something, which is haram. No, look, listen, you know, you know what was so crazy, right? Like me, for example, I'd follow a lot of meme pages, right? And then all these meme pages, they all turn into uh, an ad page for OnlyFans stars and porn stars or whatever. And like, I'm just like, dude. This is not what I came yeah. on here to do. I came on here to, <laughs> to, to, get a little, to get a little laugh, you know, to laugh about something. And you guys are out here posting girls' bodies. Like, I don't want to see that, dude. Yeah, like, it's as it, now, <laughs> now I have to follow you. No, no, I remember I was, I was watching, I was watching, I was watching, I was on uh, Instagram, right? And I, I looked at the comment section of one of these videos and all the comments, not this page too. <laughs> I got to unfollow now. And I was like, well, life's fun and love, man. Like, now I got to unfollow you too. And it, it's kind of crazy. And it's just like, there's no like meme pages left in the world. No, no, dude, dude, dude. I remember one time I went on a meme page and they posted something like that, and in the comments someone said it's like what I'm like. Allah, like Subhanallah, yeah, Subhanallah, he's locked in. No, but back to what I was saying about like oppression. Like you're, you're like you can't even have some some sense of dignity dignity to lower your grades. It's as if you're being oppressed. You can't even control yourself. You yeah, can't even I mean, control what you look at. Here's the thing. We are all slaves to something, whether that be your desires or whether that be to God or whether it be to someone around you. You know, we're, we're all going to be a slave to something. And when we say that we are Muslims, we say that we are free of all of this and that we, we submit ourselves to the creator, the only one who deserves our worship and the only one that uh, deserves for us to be a slave to. Well, mm-hmm. men, like men, they're so easily a slave to women. Because yes. women have so much power over men. Like, bro, men, women can sell their body online and men will pay for it. Like, you think yeah, women like, are the No, ones they'll who give them paid? their money. Yeah, exactly. No, there was, there was a, bro, it, it wasn't a prophet, but it was an Islamic scholar who said that <clears throat> it is more, uh, it is equivalent to a man, when I'm, it is equivalent for a man letting a woman know his desire for her to a slave 
owners like having a slave, like to essentially like it's like a slave relationship is what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, subhanAllah, that's crazy. And it's it's an interesting insight, but it's a true insight. When you let when a man as a man, you let your know, you let a woman know your desire for her, it's like she can have her way with you. Mm-hmm. She could take all your money. She could take all your time. She could take all your like take you away from your friends. Just all from her speech, just because you couldn't lower your gaze. And just because you couldn't control yourself. You couldn't control yourself. And you think about it, that's literally how it is. Like, um, like nowadays you see on, like on you know, actually what? think about think about what he just said, because like what do we see a lot of people like on social media say like you have like brothers commenting on like a girl's post talking about some I'll let her do anything to me. Yeah, like, that's like crazy. just just think about that. And you're publicizing that too. Yeah, like I you have, have some dignity. Do you have no shame in yourself for like do you have no shame? Mm-hmm. And it's like having some lead, like having some self-respect for yourself. Like what what the heck is wrong with you? Like, could you imagine if you had a sister or a mother or a, a daughter and people said this to your daughter? Dude. That's the thing, though. Like, a lot of people, like, they like to, like, use women or abuse women, but they don't understand the fact that, would you like someone to be doing this to your sister, your mother, your daughter? Like, subhanAllah. <clears throat> would you? And and 99.9% of the time, they'll say no. <laughs> and that's so why, why you being a hypocrite? Like, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, like, tell the believing men and women, lower their gaze. Like, restrict it. Don't, like, don't extend your eyes. And, like, don't. Don't look gazingly like you, but here's the you don't thing. understand. Like if you were if you were to see yourself from a camera, from an imaginary camera, like you were in a movie, you think you would look stupid. Here's the thing. I mean, it all starts off with a gaze. Right? Yeah, it, like, it, all, yeah. it all starts off with a look. Like, mm-hmm. for example, anything that we desire, like, we'll look at it and then we'll want it. <laughs> yeah, it's a like we'll see something shiny, we'll see something that looks good to us, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, we'll do anything for that. We'll see, like, the, the lifestyle of a person, you know, who's, like, let's say, like, someone who's far away from Islam. You'll see their lifestyle. You're going to want what they got. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be willing to sacrifice anything to get there. Mm-hmm. And then the problem know. comes when people are sacrificing their deen over it. And it allows them to get distant from Allah. It allows them to get distant from Allah. Because, like, <clears throat> if you're someone who looks at women online and you can't control yourself, like, by lowering your gaze... And how can you turn to Allah? You know, Allah, like, when there are situations where people will be like, oh, yeah, what if the Prophet was here? Like, well, how would you react? And obviously, they wouldn't be doing the stuff that they're doing. So why do you do it in front of Allah? You know, Allah's always watching. Allah's, Allah's all-knowing of what you do. Allah's all-knowing of, like, everything that goes on in your life. Do Whether not- you reveal it or conceal it, Allah knows. So why do you do it in front of Allah? Why do you look at, like, these, these people's pictures online? You know, they're half-naked and stuff like that. Like, why do you do that if... Um, if Allah is watching, even if the prophet was here or not, you would still do it. You do it in secret. So like, there, there's no sense in saying, oh, if this such and such was here. No, Allah's here. And that's mm. all that matters. Exactly. Like Allah, Allah's watching. So it doesn't matter uh, if the situation was different. It's like saying um, for uh, in the Quran, if, if, you were, if Allah would reveal himself to certain people, They'd still not believe. They'd Dude, go back were, to their ways. If they, they were, believe at first, and then they'd stop believing. If Allah had showed them all the angels, they'd still disbelieve. Exactly. Like, Same thing on the day of judgment when they say, "Like, yeah, yeah like send me back," right? Mm-hmm. He'd say, "If I send you back, you do you turn back to your old ways. You do the exact same thing." This is it's this thing like <clears throat> it's a heart. It's something that's in the heart. Yeah, exactly. Like, this, that, this is something that, and, that's between you and yourself. And we're not going to present you with the problem without giving you the, the solution. And you. You allow these things to control. Like, I want you to, like, yeah. how, what, what makes you any different than the animal, or if not worse than the animal? You can't control your desires. You let these desires control you. Like, just, just imagine how stupid you look. Yeah, like, the animals, they glorify Allah because of their existence, right? Because they're here. You know, they're living and breathing. Like, you can't, you can't explain how they, how they got here. 
other than the fact that it was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The same way for us, right? But us, we have we have the choice. We have free will. Uh, we can make choices. We can be like the animal or we can be like, like the, angel, the angel. Just truly uh, submitting to Allah, <laughs> even though we have the free will to disobey him. The animals, they have a primal nature. Whatever they do is just in their nature to do it. Like Allah has, this is what Allah has. This is what now. Allah has ordained. Meaning, if they see, <coughs> if they see another animal that they they can uh, eat, they're gonna go and eat it. They're not gonna sit there and think about it. Because the animals have strict desire, no, exactly. no like will. They they, they have no will. They have strict desire. Exactly. They just go straight for their desire. Meaning, if you're just someone who has to look at women online or you have to chase women or something like, or vice versa. And then like even what so, makes you like even so, you like we pr like presenting you with a solution. Oh, get married. Remember Allah, the Rasul said to to divert from sexual um, Desire. desires to fast. He prescribed fasting. fasting. Yeah. Some people say, "Oh, I'll just I just need to get married. I need to get married right now, right now, right now, right now." Like brother, even if you were to get married, you have to stop your what you're doing first before you get before like getting married. Because if you're doing it now, like what's to stop you like from doing it even Boy, when you man. are married? Yeah. Like the Rasul he like he always he, this is why like getting married young is you know it's, it's beneficial it's it's helpful but like the sin itself like it's like just drink it's like drinking alcohol and then saying oh when I get married I'm gonna stop like no you have to stop it now yeah you gotta stop before you even get into that um into that phase of your life because the the act of lowering the gaze it's like. Looking at uh, the opposite gender, that's so easy to do. Like you, could, especially living in the West, like you, you do that everywhere. You go to the gym, you go to the store, you literally step outside your house. You're gonna see see people uncovered, and you're gonna see people that you might be attracted to. And it's a so fitness, if you're it's married, a great, it's a great if you're married, how is that gonna change? That's not gonna change. But when you're married, it'll like if you yes, stop you, it you, now, you, then when you're married, it'll not even be a thought. It, it won't even be something that you mm -hmm. turn to. Here's the and thing then about you'll it. have a much better marriage. Here's tomorrow. the thing about getting married, though. Allah has made it very easy in the deen. He's made it easy to get into a marriage and to get out of a marriage. But in today's society, they obviously they make it very difficult, right? Which causes people not to want to get married. So what is what is society like? Uh, what is the solution in today's society? Masturbation, watching porn, well, like looking look. These things yes. are not going to benefit you, and then they look down on marriage. But mm -hmm. you guys have it completely backwards. Like subhanAllah, it's a billion dollar industry. A Dude, billion, uh, hold on. That industry is billion, not, billion not even dollars. just talking about like the porn industry, right? Let's let's look at like things that like we deal with on a daily basis. Like for example, insurance, right? Like we, I, I, I've seen this, uh, this ad, it talks about insurance, but like, why do you have to bring like in the ad, a woman in a bikini has nothing to do with car insurance, but at the same time, like, why bring it in there? Because it knows, they know, like, this will get the men's attention. Like, yeah, obviously you're laughing because it sounds so ridiculous, but this is, this is obviously Reality, a strategy right. used by, uh, by people. And this is exactly why the porn industry is a billion dollar industry because they know they can use women's body to sell them and have men be enslaved to that every, and they can control the men and the women. And they're you're being controlled and they're milking you, milking every, you like a cash every cow. Industry uses it. You look at bro, look at like a Coca-Cola commercial, man. They're gonna they're gonna do something like where they're like Spain or something, and then you'll see a whole bunch of people on the beach in bikinis and stuff like that, and then just, it's like just an agenda, crack open a, a can of Coke. And it's like you wouldn't even think at the beginning of the commercial it would be a a, a Coke uh, infomercial, but like ask, there it is. like ask yourself why did they show me this? Why? Because oh. it grabs your attention. It's like they know you. Here's the thing, oh. uh, uh, Ahmed that right? Uh, mm -hmm. May Allah be pleased with him. So he was talking about in one of his debates. He was talking about how there was the there was a BMW ad commercial, and it was they brought this they brought this woman onto the the commercial right, and they put her next to the car and they said test drive her now. 
It's like like of, people are talk like you, you, they know exactly what they're doing by this. Uh, like they're uh, obviously, obviously, they know, obviously like the point would be to come shop for the car, but like why why put the girl in there and talk about some you know it's, test driver now? It's a it's a way of stimulation because uh this is this is something I learned in my marketing class. This is the way people use marketing techniques to grab people's attention so that they associate these things with those products. Meaning now people, when they see that commercial, they'll associate a woman with a BMW. Oh, if I get a BMW, I'm going to get girls. Mm. Same thing with, oh, like I should be drinking a Coca-Cola in a party scene or at the beach or something like that. These types of things. And like, you know, girls will be surrounding me. Same thing is like, you know, when you see these, these fitness brands, these gym brands like uh, Gymshark and stuff like that, you know, a lot of these girls on TikTok, they've been able to gain easy fame because they show off their body. Mm. So then if they show off their body and their body is nice, these fitness brands will reach out to them. So then these brands will associate with the women saying like, oh, like, look, they're wearing our products, so you'll get fit. And then the guys will look at it, they'll buy their, their products because they see a girl that they like. Same thing with the girls. They'll be like, oh, I see, like, this girl has a body that I want, so I'm going to buy the product. Yeah, I it's, think it's, it's cute. And, it's exactly. and that, like, when, you have to understand, when you when you choose Allah, you are free of all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the main point to take away th- from that is, Yeah, that is the main point, that whenever you choose Allah, you are free of all of this. And, like, speaking on what you just said about, like, uh, these companies using these women, think about a sister wearing the hijab, right? Like, no... You, you you're not you can't use that unless she's dressing immodestly, right? And the hijab. The is only way you can use her if for her actual like her her person, like she because man, women are people. Yeah, exactly. Like, so like, whenever whenever you look at a woman who's let's say covered up, you're not like just modestly. looking at her from from her for her looks because she's body. an actual. You, you actually you being. actually sit down and listen to her, uh to her for what she has to say. You you listen to her like you know you get to know the personality versus you know everything just being about looks 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 looks. And I brought up the point before in an earlier episode how you know the shaitan will make everything look so desirable, and then you know once you get to know this person, the shaitan will leave, and then you wonder why everything crumbles. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it's the same it's the same thing with anything that we desire, anything that we look at. The shaitan makes it look good you know we use it up for a little bit and then we're just like ah you know yeah time well, for the next it's literally objective object objectification of women and men eat it up these men they will eat it up and the women will allow it like these women they have no problem as long as they're getting a paycheck same thing with like if they start an only fans if they sell their body online to men they have no problem that these men are doing indescribable like immoral things to to uh what they're showing them and but just because they're making a quick buck out of it you see it you see how the dunya eats these people alive it's not even just a quick buck like i see a lot of women they talk about uh how they love the male attention like it, it keeps them going so like just, just imagine allah is always watching you like that that is attention right right then and there allah knows you and you know you you seek you seek the uh, the attention of these lustful men right who are doing you know unimaginable things to you like if you were to see that right in front of you i promise you'd be so disgusted like or if your if your parents were to know what you were doing right now, like I don't know how they would think of you or how they would allow such a thing. And if your parents are allowing uh, such things like that, then well, I fear Allah. Yeah, fear Allah. I guarantee you, if like what's it called, if uh, a woman who like who shows off their body online, if they saw if they saw every single man who lustfully gazed at them at one point in their life, and they saw them literally all just staring at them right now, telling like catcalling them or something like that, I guarantee you they go and they cover up, they go put a blanket on or something. Because why? Because now they're uncomfortable. But because not all of them can see right where you are, just because they're they're between the screen, just because they're liking your Instagram page or liking your TikTok or something, you have no problem with it. But if it's just as if they see you in real life. Or here's the thing I don't really understand. Uh, they'll be like, I don't want men to see me in my underwear, but they'll go on a bikini. But like you show up the, the same amount of skin, like it, no, like this is very controversial. Like it, it's it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Like you. 
these people really have no akhlaq, no no deen. And like, this is exactly what happens when we turn away from Allah. Like, we end up this being is where so society de- goes. Yeah, this yeah. is exactly where society goes. We become so degenerate. We we're become forgetful. so lost. Because like, bro, subhanAllah. Allah makes you forget. Allah makes you forget yourself. Like, you you start to, you stop to... Uh, and it's also like, <laughs> Don't be like those who forgot, forgot Allah. Allah. So Allah made them forget themselves. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, think they about forget. it. Even today, even yeah, today, exactly. people don't even know their own pronouns. Yeah, they don't know if I'm him, a they, or a them. Like, what like the for, hold on, they for forgot you. themselves. They forgot Allah. So Allah made them forget themselves. Allah Akbar. Like... For example, like, you know, the uh, a lot of the LGBTQ uh, community, they say, you have to accept me for who I am. No, I can't accept you for who you are when you couldn't even accept yourself for who you are. Like, <laughs> subhanAllah, like, subhanAllah. Look, look at that. And for us, especially for, for the Muslim men and women out there, looking looking at the opposite gender lustfully, knowing that you're doing this, especially if, if you're Muslim, if you're someone with deen, if you're someone with akhlaq, if you're someone with knowledge, then you know Allah is watching you. So you know Allah is looking at you while you're doing this act. And if you do that without repenting for it afterward, then who, like, what do you look like? What do you look like in front of Allah? What do you look like committing a sin in front of your Lord and not seeking repentance for it, not seeking forgiveness for it? And because that, that forgiveness is for you. It's not for Allah. Allah mm-hmm. doesn't do anything with your forgiveness. And here's the thing with that. That sin will eat you up. It will eat you up. Like, it will have it you will, sitting there like, thinking. Yeah. Obviously, I'm talking about the believer. I'm not talking about the one who has, who has no taqwa, no, no nothing like, no fear It'll of Allah. It will be detrimental to like your iman. Yeah. And take this as a warning. For for the women out there, like I don't, I have no idea what it's like to wear the hijab. All right, I under, I understand that. I my aura is a lot different than a woman's, but take this as a warning that if you're someone who doesn't wear the hijab and you you claim to be not ready or you, you claim to want to wear, but you like you're just still not prepared for it, whatever, then take it as a sign that you know every lustful gaze that you get, it's a sin for them and it's a sin for you. And or even part even of so, part of it, no, no, like part that's of it dangerous, is, bro, that's part problem. of it. I saw a video of a girl who said that. Before she started wearing hijab, she used to post without the hijab. And then that there are still pictures out there that circulate that has her not wearing the hijab. So she always questions, why do I wear it? Because people already see her what she looks like without the hijab. She can't conceal her beauty anymore. Now, see, if you were a non-Muslim and now you're Muslim, that's different. But if you've been Muslim your entire life and you've known the importance of the hijab your entire life, then that how do you like you're gonna you're gonna take a situation like that and you're gonna be looking like, like what am I supposed to do? This is exactly what, I, what we mean by it will eat you up. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Well, it will eat you up? Uh-huh. Yeah, like the, the, the sin will eat you up. Like it's always going to haunt you. No, a, forever. Right. And this this is the tactic of the shaitan. It's not a tactic of Allah because Allah, when he forgives you, like you were forgiven mm-hmm. if you were sincerely repentant. No, no but the shaitan will ask. come back. The shaitan will come back and remind you of the sin. The shaitan will... No, shaitan. Question. Mm-hmm. no questions asked. Final what? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what uh, oh, I saw this video, bro. It was like, um, like, oh, this is like, this is a warning to both people, like to people who post with music, post with anything. Like, subhanAllah. It was like, she's praying, but the angels record sin for her. She, he or she, she's praying. They record, the angels record sin for her. He or she is studying. The angels record sin for her. He or she is playing soccer. The angels will court sin for her. Why? Because something they posted online. That's the dangers of social media. Because you don't like, just affect yourself; you affect someone else. I also like feel like that it's easier to commit sin than it is to commit good deeds. Even though good deeds are easy, right? And good deeds they're e- like and they're multiplied. They're multiplied and they're easy to do. But it's so much easier to turn away from good deeds and turn to sin because sin is the, the reason is you the, feel the, like that is because the desirable thought. things are what sins are. Sins are are hidden. Like desires are hidden in sin. 
So if you desire something like so much to the point that like you can't stop yourself from doing it, more likely than not, it's going to be a sin. And he, here's the thing uh, when you talk about like why you get a sin. You have to understand that every time you post yourself to these things or you post yourself listening to music, other people will start thinking that it's okay and they'll start doing it too. And this is exactly how you get the society going. Like it all, it all started off with someone starting to do it and then someone else picked up on it and then they pick up on it and then it becomes a trend. Oh. Like it's, it's very easy for mischief to spread throughout the earth, corruption to, to spread throughout the land. Well, see, when you, when you just post random stuff, you also have to think about it. There are, there are purposes behind everything. And a lot of us, we will post stuff with hidden purposes, meaning like we'll, we'll claim it's for something, but it's not really that thing. Like if a woman's posting herself online, obviously uncovered and stuff like that, she's going to claim it's for herself. Why? Where, where, where is this for yourself? How is this going to live inside your, your house or inside your, your memory or whatever for the rest of your life? After you're dead, these things stay here, meaning it wasn't for you. It was for the people online. If it doesn't follow you to your death, then how is it going to be for you? SubhanAllah. Actually, that's a good point. That's a good I point. Thought about it like never that. thought like about it like that. If it doesn't follow you to your death, <laughs> if it doesn't go into your grave, then it like wasn't how is for that you. for yourself? Yes. Yeah, if it's not gonna benefit you in your grave, meaning like your children, your children are are partly for yourself because they're a blessing from Allah. But if they pray for you, if they're righteous children, that that is for, for you yourself because that's yeah. gonna help you. Same thing with ongoing charity. These types of things they will help you. But like the clothes on my back, they're not gonna follow me to the grave, so they're not gonna help me. But I buy the clothes to cover myself up. But I'm not showing. I'm not gonna go show these off online. Uh, actually, See? yeah, there you go. Because the clothes that you don't decide to wear, you know, the, the, that can be a sin for you. And the clothes that you do decide to wear can be good deeds for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey. Like man, those vi those videos and those pictures and stuff, they will <clears throat> circulate for the rest of your life. What else you did delete wait, them or not? We said we were also gonna talk about the like this the, 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 the I wish attitude. attitude. The like, I wish attitude of yeah. need. There are people who they claim that they're not ready for certain things in the deen. Like people who say they, they don't know how to get back on the prayer or they don't know if they can ever wear hijab or if they're prepared to wear hijab. They're not ready. They're, like everybody's on their own journey. This, this claim that everybody's on their own journey. Yeah, everybody's on their own journey. But I want, I want you to think about something real quick before y'all say anything. Look at the way the Prophet ﷺ received revelation. Did you think he had a choice in that? Did you think he could be like, you know, I'm not ready yet. Come back another time and I'll, and I'll tell you when I'm ready. Do you think he had a choice? Angel Jabril sh shook him until he said, until he said, read, until he uh, read. Then he went, he was scared. He didn't get re revelation. Then he, uh, when he, when he got revelation again, it was like, he couldn't stop. He gave in, he gave into um, the plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And look, everything set into place. Fall, fell into place. Everything fell into place for him. He found, Allah found him lost and guided him. But how can Allah guide you when you're lost? If you don't uh, let Allah find you, if you don't find Allah for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're looking to be like, okay, you know, I'll wait for Allah's guidance another time. You know, I, I'm going to enjoy what I'm doing right now. And then when, when I'm ready for Allah's guidance, I will turn to it. You can't do that. That's not a choice upon you. You either do it when, when you're physically capable, when you're capable to do it, or death will come to you at a time when you least expect it, when you're not ready. And you'll be like, wait, 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 I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. No, I didn't get to turn to Allah. I didn't get to pray. I didn't get to do this. I didn't get to do that. I never got to adopt the hijab. Now what? Munkin and Nakir, they're gonna they're gonna destroy you in the grave. They're gonna kill you. You're gonna be suffering. Like, do you, do people never think about this? Do they never think that you know, like, it doesn't matter what, if you're ready or not. Are, were you ready to go out today and get in a car accident? Like, no, you weren't. But it happens. This is Qadr Allah. The plan of Allah has no has no mind for what you plan. Indeed, we plan, and Allah plans, and Allah is the best of planners, right? Mm -hmm. Allah repeats this in the Quran. 
Because our plan doesn't matter ultimately when it comes to the plan of Allah. If your plan doesn't go in accordance with Allah, with what Allah has planned for you, it's not going to happen. So you can't say, oh, I'm going to adopt the hijab here. Or I plan to, I plan to do this here. I plan to start praying here. You know, you know what the moral of this is? You'll never be ready. You, like, it's just, you have to, you have to understand what, yeah, you have to understand what you're here for and you have to, you have to make that jump. Like, I, I want you to imagine anything that we want in life. Like, people want to be successful in every part of their life, but they don't want to make no sacrifices. Yeah. And sacrifice is a very important thing because, you know, in order to gain, you must lose some. Mm. And it, it works like that in any, in any way. Like, if you want to make money, you're going to have to spend some money to make money. And if you want, if you want the best in this life and the next life, you're going to have to sacrifice some of your desires. And turn back to Allah, yeah. and that's that, that. That's just the gist of it. Like, there's no, there's no way around it. You can't just beat around the bush with it. Like, that is exactly how it is. This is why I plan. I tend to not plan too far into the future because I'm like, man, things are never gonna go as planned because this is not my plan. This is Allah's <laughs> plan, right? And so that's why I always say, like, okay, you know, I could try to plan for tomorrow, and if it goes, if it goes through with what I plan, then that is obviously what Allah had planned for me. Meaning I was going in accordance with Allah's plan, but I can't plan 10 years in the future because I don't even know if I'm going to live tomorrow. That's why you got you to gotta think right now. You can't think for later. Later is not later is not promised for you. The day of judgment, we all know exactly what's going to happen. Allah's going to be the most angry. We all know we're going to be judged for our deeds. But how can you prepare for that? None of the prophets even prepare for that. They're all going to be scared and they know they're going to Jannah. So how are we supposed to plan for that? If you can't plan for that, then how, like, how can you think you're going to plan for uh, the good deeds that you're going to do in the future? Going back to the prayer, like people, like what's the most common excuse? People are like, oh yeah, I'll start praying whenever I stop sinning. Like, no, that's not the way it works. <laughs> You're supposed to. First of all, we are all sinners. Like all, all, all children of Adam are, are sinners, and without we, a doubt. Like, and the best of sinners are those who repent. So, and here's the thing: we don't, we fail to understand the fact that the prayer is supposed to keep us away from these sins. That the prayer is something that has been prescribed onto, prescribed onto us. Like what is exact? What exactly do we mean by prescribe? Prescribe like your doctor prescribes something onto you. Allah prescribes onto you the prayer. It's like it's, it's, it's something there to benefit you to get you out of you know the bad of what you're doing. A prescription for the disease of sin. The, the disease, disease of the heart. Yeah, a disease I of have, the heart. Wait, I have a good comparison actually. When you say like, oh, I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna start praying until I stop sinning. You know those like multiplayer games where you're playing against someone and you have to like press the button as fast as you can to see who who fills up their bar first like the bar is going each way mm -hmm. so to see who fills up the bar first right oh yeah so the sin coming. the sin is pushing the prayer away the prayer is supposed to push the sin away so if you're gonna if you're not gonna pray until you stop sinning you're never gonna stop sinning because each time you always, miss the prayer is a sin like, you're never oh, gonna stop oh, listen you'll, un, you'll you'll end up losing and then the afterlife you'll be amongst the losers exactly but so, if you were to start praying even though you're sinning it'll be like this but the what the prayer it is way more significant than any sin. Unless you, if you're not committing shit, the prayer is going to destroy any sin that you're doing. And you're, you're going to end up stopping it. Because obviously, how are you going to pray and you're doing shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 like, how are you going to pray and you're doing shit? Because like, some people, imagine there's people out there, like, this is not funny, but like, there are people out there who have established prayer, but to the wrong God, like, right. or to, or exactly to, like, to multiple saying. gods. Like, that's crazy. Hmm. If you're praying, if you're adhering to the prayer the way the prophet did in the sunnah, then like, it'll destroy any sin. Like, if you're drinking alcohol, you'll eventually stop it if you're praying. Like, because everything goes back to the prayer. Everything, whenever, if you ask anybody Islamic advice, oh, like, how do I get on deen? The first thing they're going to tell you is the prayer. Especially if you already have the belief. Because if you already have the shahada in your heart, then the first thing you got to establish is the prayer. Because the prayer, everything else will follow the prayer. But speak, like, 
the prayer will help you destroy your bad uh, bad habits, your bad deeds. Even if they're not fully extinguished, it'll destroy it for the most part because obviously you're still gonna you're still gonna come up short in some. Yeah, places. like for example, like let's say uh, someone was uh, cussing a hundred times a day and then they start cussing only twenty five times a day. Like, is this not progress? Is it yeah. not progress? Yeah, but that's the progress that people don't notice. Like you may you may go through your life sinning. Hey, like for example, like let's say if I get a ninety five on a test, like. Is the teacher going to tell me where did the other 5% go? Like, no, like we understand like overall, like I did good. I passed. I got like an above average score. Like, you know, we're not going to be questioned about that other 5% that, you know, I missed. You know, <laughs> like, like, could you just imagine if, if that's literally how it was like, oh yeah, I got a 97% on the test. Where'd the other 3% go? <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that's where, that's where gratefulness shukur, comes, uh, comes in, you know, shukur to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because, you know, if you're, if you're praying, even though you're still sinning, that's you, and <laughs> dude. What the hell is wrong? What's wrong with you, bro? I gotta sleep. <laughs> okay, that's where um, that's where shukur comes in. The gratefulness to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, right? Like, if, if you're on your prayer, even though you're coming up short a couple of times, you're you're still thankful to Allah that you you have that connection to Him, right? <laughs> that you're that Allah is there for you, and that He sees that you're struggling with this sin. That you you may be turning back to a sin, but you're still seeking forgiveness. You're grateful to Allah because. Allah can take away that connection to, at any time. This prayer that you have, it's a blessing to you. It's a privilege. Allah can take it away at any time from you. So, like, you got to hold on to it. Hold on to it. Like, it's something that it's this. This has to be your greatest desire. Your greatest desire should be the prayer. Because if you let go of that, then you let go of the entire dunya. You let go of the entire akhirah. It doesn't matter what you're given in this world if you don't have the prayer. You know, subhanAllah. But, um, you know, with that being said, uh, if you guys have anything to add... Alhamdulillah. Uh, inshallah, this uh, should end off this episode. Um, I think we could do a little bit more with this, but I uh, I don't want to make it too long, inshallah. But you know, with that being said, uh alaikum warahmatullah. Guys, if you like this video, please make sure you like it anyways. <laughs> make sure you share this video with your friends and family. You never know whose life you can change with this. And to remind you guys, we are still students of knowledge. We're not scholars. So, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.